Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good. How can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. So humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much and good luck. Thank you. You you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the tee. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know. <laughs> One more. Okay. Please, let it be me. 
It is you, dear, 727. Oh, my God. I was just I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh, my God. Oh, good evening, everyone. It is Tuesday, December 6, 2011. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio, and I'm your host with the most, Reverend Michael. Hopefully, everyone is having a wonderful day. I know I've been having a great day. I ordered my djembe drum yesterday, because I figured if I'm going to do drum circles on Friday nights over at the center, uh, it'd be nice if I had a drum. So I ordered it yesterday and um, got it today. Free shipping, the whole bit. I'm going to be going ahead and I'm going to be selling them on the website. So uh, wonderful. um, And doing research on different drums and all, that's when I found out drumming can actually help with curing illnesses. So I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to taking pictures. Friday night's our first one. Next Friday, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, stop by the center. We need all the drummers we can get. We're going to fill up our parking lot with so many drummers in it that they're going to hear us from miles away. And we're doing it for specifically for a healing purpose. There's a woman named Sarah. She's 28, 29 years old. She has two forms of cancer, and she's going to start chemo on the 23rd of December. So she needs all the healing energy she can get. She's going to probably be in the center of the circle. Everyone's going to be drumming, just having a good old time. Starts at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Check out the website, Be the Light Metaphysical com for more information. Spread the word. Uh, let everyone know about it. Well, uh, you know, we want to go ahead and make this, uh, you know, a huge success to help this woman out. Every Friday night we're going to be doing a drumming. Now that I've gone ahead, and that's why I was a little late getting the show going because I had to go on to another show and talk about the drum circles and how they can help heal and do some promoting. Whew. Okay. Breathe in. Breathe out. And now let me go ahead and bring him back onto the show here. You loved him the last time you were here. And you got to email him and let him know how he did on the readings. Got to let all the guests know how they did on the readings for you if you've gotten a reading at all because they appreciate it. Gives them feedback to let them know that they've gone ahead and connected because sometimes radio shows are hard to connect at times. And just got to go ahead and contact them. That's why we promote them and we give you your email address and we give them the website address. So without further ado, let me bring back onto the show Neil Baker. Hello, Neil. Hello, Michael. Hi, how are you? Doing wonderful. How are you this evening? I'm pretty good. Thank you. So for those who are new here, tell everyone a little bit more about yourself. Well, I am a psychic. I guess that's what you call me. Uh, I, you know, it's a terminology of, of just having extraordinary abilities to perceive the other side, and and there's many different ways to do that. In my case, I was born with this ability. I was a child when I discovered it, a very, very young boy, and and I was the kind of kid that saw ghosts and spirits around my bed at night. And I didn't quite know what they were. They did scare me, and and I was alarmed for quite a while. Uh, Fortunately, I had a grandfather who was also psychic, and he sort of, in a way, kind of guided me through it. He was kind of from the old school, so he he did it in a kind of rough and ready manner. He really didn't guide me specifically, but he just, he, for instance, he would throw me into a closet to get me accustomed to be to be comfortable with ghosts. He would throw me into a dark closet and say, you can't be afraid of them, and this will conquer your fears. At times, though, in his house, I, I would see uh, spirits and ghosts rocking on rocking chairs during the night, and he would ask me in the morning, did you see the ghosts last night? So that was kind of my guide when I was a child uh, as I approached a teenager, 
I started to do readings. That was quite a while ago. And I, then I started to read books, studied everything, just kept plowing through. I've done, I don't know, tens of thousands of readings. I've been on the radio, um, written a couple of books. And I do everything. I, I contact people from the other side. I talk about people's lives, their past, present, future. I go into past lives. I I do house clearings. I do just do it about do it all. And actively, I've been doing it since the late 50s. So tell everyone a little bit about past lives, because so many people have been asking about uh, past lives and if you know they can bring up issues into your current life and how to go ahead and deal with those. Well, it's a continuum. Every every time we come to the earth, we we gather an energy and we live through that life. Now, if we transcend that existence and we reduce all the karma, we then then upon the death of that life, we go into a higher spiritual plane. Once we cross over, we don't necessarily have to come back to the earth. But if we do come back, it's because basically because we either elected to or there was karma. So every time we have a journey through the earth, we collect karma as much as we collect attributes, good things that we've done. And we keep coming back until we kind of get it right. And as we do that, we're working through our karma. Tonight I'll kind of explain in birth dates where the karmic is, how many years of karma people may have had over several past lives. And then there's a break in time in, in a person's life where their higher self is reborn and they start to work on higher energies as well as working through karma throughout their lives. But but karma, past lives are basically, you, you it's like a relay race. And when you get the baton in a relay race, you're actually running the races of the other team members that have come before you. Well, when you're in the lifetime that you're in, you're actually collecting the lifetimes you've been through. So you're running several races at once. You're maybe running a slow race, a fast race, but every person that you've been will be part of the speed that you are in this lifetime and and part of that working out of those conditions. Now, when, you, when you're born into a family, that's basically one of the stages you left in a past life. So you're actually a young baby, but but you're an old soul inside, and for the most part, you're working through a karma as soon as you hit the earth. Several of the people from those past lives will be in your life again. And uh, sometimes it's through lineage, and and sometimes it's branched maybe from a past life from way back, way back. And you're kind of the oddball in the family. So there's many different ways to explain things. Sometimes our past lives come through us through dreams, through deja vu. Um, sometimes you need an interpreter. Some people are coming with a with an acute wisdom about their past life, and they just know, like little children. Some people have to discover it through through therapy, or counseling, or or, or guided imagery, something like that. Yeah, I was reading about a little boy who um, was uh, talking about a past life. And he just knew things, and, uh, you know, the parents asked him, you know, who he was and told him, you know, who his name was and all, and um, even knew the last name and uh, was afraid. He, he was killed, in, I guess, in World War II uh, or someplace. And, um, you know, he, was there, he woke up screaming and, like, what's the matter? It's like a uh, little man stuck, you know, like, stuck where? And he said, in a plane. And, like, well, who's, whose plane is he? He's like, mine. 
And they're like, well, what do you mean you're stuck? He's like, well, I got shot down. And he's like, well, who did that? And he's like, uh, duh, the Japanese. And they got more, you know, information as to, uh, you know, what ship he was on and the whole bit and reunited him with the family. And um, he knew everybody. You know, met other, uh, you know, people who were on the ship, uh, knew them by name. And, uh, you know, just totally blew everyone out of the water and all. And um, he's like, uh, you know, the dad was like, you know, uh, we love you, and I'm so glad that you're my son. He goes, well, yeah, that's why I chose you. Yeah, that's fascinating. You know, the the acuteness of a of a mind can be can be really fresh when it enters the baby. So there can be that link entirely. And some people who come to Earth will have that direct connection because they've earned that right. They're in their sixth chakra. They're they're living it as soon as they're they're born, and and as soon as they can articulate. They're already like fresh from the energy, so their memory, their collective on their collective consciousness there, is just raring to go, and that's and that's one one factor of past lives that can be validated. Where scientists and doctors just don't can't they can't describe it. You know, they they just they don't know what to say. They come up with different reasons about the brain and things or coincidence. And they really don't really have the the right explanation that it's acutely from a past life. Yeah, it's just totally amazing. And, uh, you know, I've uh, had my own little glimpses of uh, past lives and um, just uh, kind of interesting to, to try to understand more about it. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, the, the interest, interesting thing about it is that you have to kind of analyze why did I come back? Whatever I did in that lifetime, I'm working on an issue, and obviously I didn't transcend. I'm back on the earth. So you've, it's interesting to analyze why people, not only just to connect to a past life, but to try to probe what it was in that past life that actually brought about your 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 return to the earth. A lot of people will be very strong rulers and they have a a strong spiritual past life, but sometimes it's the ego that brings them back or it's sexual um, confusion that brings them back. Sometimes it's that they have such a duality in that lifetime that they've produced not a a level of of transcendence, but just a level of merit and then a level of kind of darkness so they come back with these two components that they have to work out in this lifetime. When you look at a lot of leaders and rulers, uh, Cain's a perfect example. When when, when you're, you can be very powerful and have good ideals, but if your sexual energy is running rampant and you don't re- resolve it, it, it can force you to come back. But you don't lose your leadership when you come back, but you're still working out certain issues. Now, is it possible to um, have a soul you know, a main soul purpose where, you know, every lifetime you don't ascend, you just come back here to go ahead and continuously help people on this spiritual journey. Definitely. I I mean, people can elect to come back. There can be a a place of transcendence after death, and people can say, I want to go back, I want to keep helping. And those are the great saints and just remarkable people that do extraordinary work, even from uh, very, very young ages. They're already geared. It's almost like they've paved a path of gold. And there are people who have a continuum of service to humanity that keep coming back along that line. Maybe perhaps they have to come back to also achieve other things that they haven't quite achieved. 
So, yeah, mm-hmm. there can be a continuum of theme uh, upon coming back that you keep walking with and, and, and uh, morphing throughout your life, expressing. Yeah, yeah, because I've had a feeling that, um, and I've also had uh, other people tell me too, and it, it just resonates with me that um, I've had the sole purpose from the moment I was incarnate where evidently every one of my lifetimes I've been a minister of some sort, preacher, prophet, however you want to call it. Uh, and, you know, even on this lifetime here, I'm still doing the same thing. And it was almost like it's my sole purpose that I took upon, um, you know, this calling to go ahead and constantly do this every lifetime. Exactly. A lot of times when that occurs, you'll see a lot of sevens in your birth date or there's combinations of sevens. Um oftentimes the 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 calling that you have reaches different parts of the world so you come back in different cultures different parts of the world to achieve your goal sometimes it's sort of like the you you die but you're not ready to die and you and you're eager to come back to to continue the work and if you you're a very spiritual entity then you're you have an easy access to return on that line of thinking Okay, yeah, I have a lot of nines in mind because it's uh, June it was six twenty nine nineteen sixty three, so it's like all nines. It, it was what June twenty June, June twenty nine nineteen sixty three. Yeah, you see, you have a couple of things going on. Well, the nine is the eternal number, um, because it keeps up multiplying into itself again. Forty five, fifty four, sixty three. They always add up to nine. When you add a number to nine, like two plus nine is eleven, one and one is two. Two plus three plus nine is twelve, one and two is three. Nine is called the eternal number; it's the strength number. And sh- sure enough, yeah, you do have a lot of nines, and then you have you have a nine broken up in your sixty-three, and then you have a your month, the first number in your in your birth date, and the last is another sixty-three. So you do have a lot of nine combinations. Now, you might think, well, I, where's my seven? Your seven is pretty obvious. It's in the journey between numbers. The journey between two and nine is seven. So that is pulled out with your seven's theme, and that's between the base, the, sex, the reproductive chakra and the ninth chakra, which is kind of in the etheric realm. But your seven is firmly planted, firmly planted in your past life. Cool. So that means I'm going to be doing this in uh, more, you know, in all my lifetimes from until I decide not to do it anymore. It, it, well, that may be. I mean, even your master number is a nine from thirty-six. Yep. So that's just the inverted uh, sixty-three. But but you were specifically a seven two lifetimes ago when you were thirty-four years of karma. See, in this lifetime. Michael, you had 36 years of karma, so that would mean that when you reached the age of 36, there would have been a change in your life. I mean, we always have changes, but there would have been market changes in your life then. Yeah, that would be um, 36. Uh, let me see. Uh, it was actually at 38 is when I really had the the, the major change. At 38. At at the age of 38. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, see, the problem, the you, where, where your situation with that is because the, it becomes a two-year extension, and two is a part of your karma. Okay. Because it's your second number. So that would signify why you would have had one at, at 38. Um, when you turn 36, you, it was basically 1979, I believe. 
I mean, I'm not 79, uh, 63, 73, 83, 93, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, yeah. 1999. Yeah. So the nines are really predominant in your life. Um, at 38, um, you, oh, see, 38 also, I see what you, you're happening with you. At 38, you have, that factors in numerology down to an 11. And so does your day, 29. So there's this 11 factor going on, which means that you've come back with a strong reproductive energy cycle that you have to go through, which is about a rebirth. And the second chakra just doesn't command us, you know, just the base sexuality, but it's it's esoteric themes of of, of creativity, ego, um, actually rebirth, that kind of thing. There might have been something at the age of 36 that was planted that's that thereby instigated the birth at 38. So if you had that market change at 38, there already might have been some some significant um, planning of the incident at the age of 36. Yeah, there uh, probably was. I, you know, I have to sit back and, and think of what happened at that point, but there was so much going on at that time. Mm-hmm. So, and it definitely... Um, Definitely fits right in, and you know, and because um, I tell everyone, it's like, you know, I never dreamed of that I'd be having my own metaphysical center and be doing ministerial work and the whole bit, and you know, here I am doing that, and um, you know, just new doors are constantly opening up. Yeah, uh, that yeah. Well, you you you're certainly, especially when with the kind of number you are. I mean, if you do come back. If you do return to the earth, your next number would be thirty-seven, ten, one. You'll be compounded. But, but if, but th- theoretically, when you reach nine, you're at your last stage. I mean, you could be at the, this. Could be it. Also, your fire number, which is called the last number in the day you're born, not not the first, but the last, is is also nine. So that means it's a very. You're making a very strong impact. The stronger impact you make on this globe, Michael, the more you transcend and and fulfill the spiritual walk. So all of that is pretty, pretty strong for you. And because of that six in your in your year, you have a strong uh, psyche thing going on, third eye thing going on. So I've got a lot of responsibility of this life then. You have a lot of responsibility, yeah. Yeah, and, and the vocal energy, you see, when you were born and, and when you said 38 was a change for you, the journey between three and eight is five, which is going to bring up your vocal cords. Your throat chakra, communication, uh, radio work, things like that. Yeah, I started, uh, uh, well, at 38 is when my mom passed. Yeah, I felt there was a kind of a death then. That's what I figured. Um, Yeah, I I kind of figured. See, the the death at 38 from your mom involves the second chakra because it brings you back to your birth. So the second sh- this number two in, your, in the first three numbers of your life, that number two signifies that you're going to have an impact in terms of the birth cycle, which also includes the death cycle. So at 38, which is two years past 36, and then you notice the second number in your birth date is a two, well, just figure that's the second chakra. That's your reproductive chakra. And that's the chakra gate that gets affected when when a parent dies because it's about birth. I mean, there's heart in there and emotion, but it b- comes boils down to the birth chakra. Very interesting. So also, I'm looking the, forward to seeing what happens. Oh yeah. Well, 
you're um you see you were you're sixty three so right now you are uh you are um forty eight yes am i right so you're forty eight years old you had a you had went through a change actually michael at forty five you should have gone through a kind of a change around the age of forty five so your journey right now is between forty five and fifty four yeah, I did have a big change um, uh, three years ago. That's when I took the – actually, I was pushed into the leap of faith to doing readings and all full-time. See? Now, now, and and because you're past the age of 36, which that's when your transcendent energy really starts to happen. So it makes sense that two years later, your mother dies, and then at the age of um, – at the age of 45, you go into a your, your – um, your your radio show just takes off full time. And don't forget at forty five you've gone through five cycles of your master number. And that five we've already discussed how significant that is. So uh so at the fifth cycle, vocal, throat, you you expand. You've gone through not five cycles of your master life. Between the age of forty five and fifty four, you're really going to be hot stuff. I mean, that's really strong. When you reach 63, oh, my God, it, it, that just is phenomenal. And yeah, I'm it looking will come forward faster to it. than you think. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, as I and I've been told since I was even younger, too, um, you know, that I was destined for big things. And, um, and when I started doing a radio show, I got some readings. And they said, this radio show is small stuff in comparison to what's going to happen. I'm like, uh, okay. So and I and I can see it now and I've got the visions uh, of of what's going to be happening and and everything's happening quickly and I'm like it's like bring it on I'm ready. Well, look at something very mysterious about your birth date. Your first three numbers are six two nine. Now, when you look when you look at the century for a minute, you take away the one, you have a six three nine. I'm scrambling it up, but it, yeah. isn't that interesting that the three that there's three numbers and they raise by one. So you're actually taking this sexual energy, the second chakra, and you're moving it up to your stomach. Now, that stomach, third chakra, also has a trinity factor to it or a pyramid factor. It's very mystical. And so in that regard, and your six and three is actually a nine. Now, on the transcendent side of your birthday, Michael, the 1963 actually factors into a 10 because it's six plus three. And that 19, you look at a 10, that becomes a 10 or a 1. So you're just adding it up. 1 and 9 is 10. 1 and 0 is 1. So you have 1, 6, 3. That becomes a 10. Now, that would be the next number you would be if you come back. And what that means is that in this lifetime, you're going to be even doing the work that you would. In other words, you're going to be able to do like extra credit work. So it's like a ninth grader being told, you're so good, we're going to give you 10th grade work to do and you can skip the grade. So because you you you're, you actually graduate into a number that supersedes nine, this is great stuff. The only problem you have is that that factors into 10. There's going to be very cha- a lot of challenges in your life. So in that base chakra, which is one, you're going to have some challenges that will test your spirituality. So all good spirits are challenged. We all are, who, no matter who we are. Even if we're Christ on the cross, we're challenged to where we say, hey, what's going on? This is taking too long. I've reached my breaking point. So everybody 
every human being that is on a spiritual path is endowed with being challenged. It's almost a privilege because it shows you're in the race. You'll be challenged. Your base chakra will be challenged. But don't take it to heart. In other words, if your spirit's strong, the, the challenge be, almost becomes exciting. And people people are in awe as to how you manage uh, controversy or conflict. And then you grow stronger having gone through it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense with uh, a lot of things that have been going on. Yeah, perfect sense. And it will continue to morph throughout your life, even as you have this wonderful layer of energy that's very exciting, and then right underneath it, like a race, you have the karma challenging you all along the way. But if you're wise to the to the duality, you, you invite it. It's like, yeah, show me, test me. Allow me to grow in my spirit because this is a perfect opportunity to do it. Yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. It's all right, bring it on. I'm ready. What else do you have for me? Yeah, you're you're, you're enlightened. So, and it's uh, interesting and challenging at the same time. So, you know, I look forward to seeing, um, you know, what else is in store. Well, you know, there's something very interesting, too, about your number. Whenever there's an eight, there's there's a past life rulership. And your eight's been broken up by the six and two. It got shattered. That means as a ruler, you were very wise and visionary, but that too does signify that you were also very sexual. So you probably were crossed the line in your sexual energy, which which thereby kind of broke up your empire, your rulership. It's the same thing that happened to Cain. I'm just using him as a current yeah. example. Um uh, other people have been have befallen due to sexuality and those issues and how the ego gets involved and how it gets wrapped up in all kinds of psychological stuff. But you you were an eight. You were a ruler. Now you're restoring it. And that just fits in with what uh, you know. What I feel that you know one of my bigger past lives was like, and um, you know, and it's interesting. You know, certain you get the certain deja vus of the certain. Um, uh, certain words people say that that bring that back to you, or that reference, uh, you know, reference a situation. And a few times you said words that it's like references who I feel that I was in a past life, um, and, and it's just like it's like you know just more confirmations. And uh, you know, and I'm like, nah, I don't know if that's even possible, but. Um, some people have told me, yeah, I've talked to some people in private. I said, yeah, it's possible. Well, yeah, even with your work with the uh, drumbeat. Now, that's medicine because that's the, the drum is really the language of the heartbeat. And when you're, when, you're, when you're transcending the heartbeat into a musical note or into a, a, a beat, it's, it's synonymous with the heartbeat. It's synonymous with the beat of the earth, with the beat of time. And so you're actually in the world of medicine and medicine man and shaman. And so you're, you're, you're communicating with that energy. You're also communicating with the fourth chakra, which is your heart chakra, which is something you had to do because, remember, the drop from two, six to two is a four. So that means you have to, you've come back to repair the heart. To, to mend the heart. So your attitude about the drum is also your uh, refacing re re issues of the heart and balance. 
Hmm. <clears throat> Very definitely interesting and, and, and enlightening. And one of these days, I'm going to go and do um, a, hip, uh, a hypnosis session to go do a past life regression and um, and to confirm what you know what I know. I mean, I went to the I Can Do It conference in Tampa, and uh, you know where they um, Deborah King, uh, Denise Lynn, I mean, uh, brought us in um, visualizing to bring us into a past life. And it brought me right into the lifetime, the life that I uh, felt I had the biggest impact on so many people. Um, and it's going to be that same type of an impact in this one. And uh, it's just be nice to go ahead and really do, you know, really deep uh, regression to see, you know, just exactly if if it was correct. Yeah, it is. It is fascinating, and you get into the idea, the vocabulary of astral traveling. So when you when you, you the past life regression is really a, a form of astral projecting. And when you ask project, your astral body is really leaving your physical body. And by a silver cord, it's still attached to your consciousness while you're laying down whatever it is. But you're per, still perceiving the imagery of where your astral body is taking you, which then transcends time itself. Well, that happens a lot in dreams, too. It's like a, the mothership is receiving images from the astronaut. Cool. And yeah, and I've met um, you know, people who, you know, said that they've channeled others that uh, I knew in that lifetime. They're like, Oh, well I can channel this one and I can channel that one and, and then I meet other people who can do the same and I'm like Okay, is this a coincidence or not? And then it's like, No, that's just to give me the confirmation that, you know, um this is my new life now, that's who my energy was back then. Well, you know, the 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 one a wonderful metaphor for channeling and for different lifetimes is is like the television. You may have on channel two. That doesn't mean that channel four doesn't exist, and it's on, or channel seven, or whatever it may be. A television is a great metaphor for past lives because it means that there's, even though you're centered on one thing, something else is always going on around it. And so your past lives are much like the metaphor of a television set, that you may right now be in the life of Michael, which is Channel 7, but that doesn't mean that there aren't other channels going on. And some of those are reruns, some of those are old, some of those are coming attractions. I mean, that's the, the metaphorical way of looking at the astral realm once you get out of the physical context of thinking. Yeah, and, and it all makes sense, and uh, you know, I'm just like, I'm just waiting for for all the other stuff to happen because in a past life, you know, I was a ruler. Uh, you know, I had uh, people. Uh, you know, if you want to call it being a ruler, um, people were listening, following me. I was a healer. I was a shaman. Worked with energy. Yep. So um, you know, I, I, and I did all that, and it seems like this lifetime here is what uh, you know I'm going to be doing the same thing. Uh, but it seems to be like, you know, at an older age, because when I died in that lifetime, I was uh, late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, the, 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 yeah and the circumstance, and, and death is, is always analyzed once you leave the body, because the attitude of death is sometimes it's promoted by the will, the self-will. People, I mean, it's all different forms of suicide. Some people impose death upon themselves, and they don't actually kill themselves, but they impose some kind of death, whether it's through alcoholism or they just waste their life. There's always some note that might bring you back. Also, you could have been brought back, Michael, because of your love for others 
and the connections you had with people in past life that are back on the earth. So it's like a rescue team. You're willing to go back to the earth to keep helping those that you've known in other lifetimes that quite haven't transcended yet. So your approach to uh, human beings that you encounter will often entail past life connections uh, to various degrees. And summit with that was your commitment to to go back on a rescue mission and thereby redeem yourself. Okay. Yeah, that past life um, that uh, I keep referring back to, uh, I was actually killed because of my beliefs. Yeah. Well, that's the true saint. I mean, you know, the the Martin Luther Kings and the John Lennons and, and, you know, the Gandhis. When you're killed for your belief, you, you actually die with glory. It's a it's a it's a great energy. Um, the fact that you've come back is composed of other matters. A lot of people who die for their beliefs, are, are, you know, have eternal unity in in a higher sphere, and they don't come back to the earth, more or less. A lot of guides are actually human beings who transcended the earth, and now they're spiritual guides for people. And they yeah. are equipped with one person until that person evolves and leaves the earth entirely. Now, is it possible for uh, for someone who, you know, in, in past lives, of course, who um, in this lifetime is considered like uh, an ascended master? Some people say they're an ascended master or a religious icon. Is it possible for them to go ahead and reincarnate in this lifetime to go ahead and try to help people, knowing that, you know, with 2012, of course, going on with, you know, with a big shift? And with the spirituality that's done, the you know the shift in spirituality, is it possible for them to reincarnate to come back and redo the work they did when they were originally here before? Oh, definitely. You know, transfiguration, transformation, metamorphosis. I mean, it occur. Metamorphosis. It, it, the mysteries of life is that we you we will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. We are changed. We are lifted up in the sky. I mean, the the passages even in, in the biblical text designates constant changes um when when christ returned to the earth they people didn't even recognize him he was a different human being he looked different so indeed uh when moses came out of mount sinai he had horns on his head uh the 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 changing of the body is is a miraculous thing and the reincarnation throughout life is i mean look at butterflies metamorphosis we are, you know, try to find yourself when you were five years old. You don't, there's nobody like that around. You've changed within your body already. Now, to take that to a higher sphere of energy is just one more step of thinking. But this is the transcendent transformation, um, not just the physical transformation. But the transcendent transformation can have physical manifestations whereby you are actually changed in life but people that's the great thing about life is that we are given free will and we can change within a lifetime so most definitely cool i'm gonna have to definitely look into that more i know you're telling yeah a lot of people in the chat room they're like wow i've learned so much and um you know, and, and that's the uh, the whole idea of, of why we like having you on here the last time too is, you know, a lot of information very helpful for so many people. Well, you know, for the listeners, even people who are down and out, they're depressed, they're sad, they can't find their. The first thing to attach to is your magic. 
what is the magical part about you? And the first note you go to is your breath. People should understand verbatim the miracle of the sound of their breath, the sound of their heartbeat. Strip everything else away and just realize what a miraculous thing a human being is and and what they what comes with them all their history uh, that's why it's people who are you know people everybody should write a book about their life everyone is entitled to do that and to be unique in that way because every fingerprint is unique every life is unique every breath is unique and then when there's that great unity of like you're talking about the drumming circle when you have the unity circle of breath it's fantastic it's a fantastic apex of experience it's almost orgasmic in the sense that it's transcendent and it occupies everything about the body and mind yeah i'm looking forward to uh to the drum circle and the energies that it it goes ahead and raises and all and so it's going to be uh, very interesting to do that yeah Exciting stuff. So, would you like to take a couple of calls? Sure. All right. Let's go to area code 253. You're on the air. Hi, good evening. How are you both? Doing Hi. great. How are you? I'm great. Um, I'm glad I got through. It's uh, nice to, to end the, with a year end coming up. It's nice to to complete it with a little, a little reading <laughs> with Neil. It's been a long time. It's been a while, actually. Great. Um, how can I help you? How can we help you? Well, do you, do you want uh, real specific questions, or um, do I? Well, what's your your name is? Oh, Al, I'm sorry, Allison. A l l i s o n. A l i s o n. Oh, two one i a l i s o n. And what's your birthday? One Allison? L. Yes. One L. Yes. Um, yeah, you did. You did a little the numerology thing for me before. So, but I'll, um, it was it might. Did you ask for my birthday? Is that what you said? Yeah. I oh I I worked with you before. Yeah, on the birthday you did a little a little thing about uh, a major change of life having happened at I think you said at thirty two. So. Oh, was it on this show? Yeah, it was yeah, it was some time ago though. It was some some quite some time ago, but yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah, go ahead and give me because I don't recall. But go ahead. Cause no, I, that's, I was, <laughs> no, I wasn't expected to. Uh, March fifteenth, nineteen fifty-seven is the birthday. March fifteenth, nineteen fifty-seven. That's correct. Uh, eight nine nineteen twenty-nine. Yeah. Well, women eight nine nineteen. Um, twenty-nine thirty thirty-one. I I your number is thirty-one. Four. But thirty-one, okay. I, yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah. Which okay. is nice. I mean, that's a good heart energy. It 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 also couples with your first two numbers, and there's, that's always nice. You have a wonderful energy in fifty-seven because that spirituality um, issue is going on. Um, uh-huh. I, I, you know, in your lifetime, I don't recall our reading, but in your lifetime, did no. you ever do any teaching? No, you actually you asked me. I think you asked me that before, as a matter of fact, and. Um, yeah, I think that did come up before. Um, I've done a little bit of, um, you know, um, sort of informal teaching, you know, tutoring kind of situations, a little bit of English teaching, but I'm not a That's teacher it. by That's all. That like you know, when 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 when. In other words, when I ask a question, I always try to encourage people. If you did it, then the answer is yes. And some people mm-hmm. minimize 
the 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 the, the affirmation when really you shouldn't because it's it's a it's a fact. Yes, you've done teaching, teaching, tutoring, yeah. English. So yeah, you've done some teaching. It's also yeah. I want you to know, uh, Allison. It's it's in it's it's in in the sound and vibration of your throat of your voice. Mm-hmm. The voice and the sound of the voice, irregardless of the words, also is a is a f- wonderful level of communication. Right. Mm-hmm. But go yeah, ahead. Very and ask me, what's your question? Um. Um. Well, if you need something specific, um, then I'm, I can do that. Give you a specific question, or if if you would just is it too general just to ask what 2012 might look like in terms of work oh, or what or well careers or romance. No, no, that's fine. Um, okay. Michael, were you saying something? I, it sounded like an echo. No. Oh, okay. Nope. Um, you're 54 years old? Yes. So what you are, you know, you're, you're actually, your karma was at 31. So on a transcendent level, you are 23 years old. That's okay. how old you are from the age okay. of 31. Gotcha. And so what you want to do, Allison, is you want to mirror what you were doing at the age of 23. You want to say, okay, oh, what God. was I doing when I was 23 oh, years old? God. Oh, my God. I would never go back to that age. Yeah, I know. Oh, that my was in God. 1981. That's oh, not what you're going to be God. doing now, but there's a mirror image of that. Oh, now, God. Now, um, you know, <laughs> you've gone through, uh, you, you've gone through, um, let's see, uh, your mass numbers. So you've gone through t- 13 cycles of your life is what you've At gone least. through already. <laughs> At least. That's, yeah. yeah. And what you're going, you know, what I what I perceive what you're going to be experiencing, there's a couple of things, Allison. I'm mm-hmm. seeing in the year 2012 there's some kind of arid environment that you're going to encounter. I don't know for how long. It could be for a brief, very brief kind of small period of time. Mm-hmm. But what I mean arid environment is like your feet are planted on a place where you would look it would look like desert or Grand Canyon or something like that. Uh-huh. Mhm. Does that make any sense? Well, I don't live in that kind of environment um even remotely like that, but um I do have uh, my father and my stepmother live in a climate or in an environment like that in a different state. So and yeah, and are you planning on seeing them in 2012? Uh, no. Well, I'm not could planning you, on it. Something could pull you out there. Could. It could. Some, yeah, something could pull you out there. That may be one reason. And if there's a karma that's, that's meant to erupt, that could happen in the year 2012 uh, okay. with some members of your family. Uh, okay. And, and is your mother crossed over? Uh, she's in a very different state than she's in a very different state from the desert, as well as a very different state altogether. She has not, but she's. Um, I think she's not. You know, she's no longer. She's really no longer here, and that's really all I care to say on that. I got it. Uh, that's what I'm picking up on. That there's that vacancy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you're. What, what? There's a there's a brief moment here, Allison, coming up, and. And I do believe that in the year 2012, you could experience some energy of romance. Okay, some energy of romance. That doesn't sound very passionate or optimistic. (laughs) Well, 
you know, romance comes in different forms because romance is is a, is a broad term. And yeah. do you have romance with someone you already encounter and there's a renewal? Do you have a new romance? Do you have a romance with yourself? Do you have a romance with the arts? So when I talk about a romance, I'm talking about kind of a renaissance. There's something to me that's that you're going to encounter and it's going to be there's going to be a mixture of that and maybe some family stuff that will come up that you have to kind of deal with in the year 2012. Mm-hmm. So it's there's going to be some issues with family that will be a little difficult and then at the same time there's going to be this blossoming of something happening. I think it's something kind of new, Allison, for you. Are you single now? Oh, for a very long time. I the last the last um love of my life was um really a devastating ending and I promised I would never love again until unless it was gonna last. So I've made very good on my promise. Well here's myself. the thing that I was a say. promise to myself. Here's that was a the... promise to God. Okay, that's okay. But here's the thing. To leave the earth, you want to make peace with the earth. And if you leave the earth with an issue, there's the there's the possibility you come back to resolve that issue. My suggestion to you is that you say, you know what, well, no matter what the pain is, I'm. it's not that I've transcended the thought of relationship. It's that I want to avoid it because of the pain. Your best attitude would be, God, whatever you have to grant me, I'm open to it. And if there's love with trust and faith and integrity and and honesty, I'm really open to that. Because I think, Allison, your your vibration, and I say this as a compliment, your vibration is too important to waste. And there will be people who will appreciate that and not demean it or take advantage of it, or abuse you, or do anything like that. So I do think that that link is still there. So I'm making a prediction that in the line of action throughout the rest of your life, there's a relationship awaiting you. And I don't mean to impose upon you that you know you have to take it whether you like it or not, or you. I'm trying to readjust your mind. I'm saying that it will come if you have a freedom of thought, that you release a little bit of the pain. So that that could happen. There's also going to be something, Allison, where you're going to get a little bit of more money, and it could be oh. a, with the idea of gambling. Oh, no. No. No, 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 no. The money part, yes, but uh, not the gambling part. Well, the, mm-hmm. When I say the gambling, what I'm talking about is, uh, the, see, not gambling like Las Vegas. Oh, okay. But when you talk about stocks, when you're talking about um, investing, making an investment where you kind of think you're gambling. I'm not talking about gambling Las Vegas. I'm talking about a certain investment is awaiting you to where you get something back in return. So something's coming in through a little bit of risk factor. Oh, I see. That sounds kind of um, a little surprising. Not a, and thank you for uh, for explaining that. Um, because I am really, I make almost, I make so little money at my job right now. I mean, so little um, that um, any kind of extra money, if if it, they come along, you know, that I, for example, could put toward investment, I have so, met, so many repairs in my life that need to be done 
it just doesn't feel like I'm going to have any sort of disposable income in that regard. For I may never have it again, in fact, because there's so much financial hardship um, and things to take care of in my life that have been put on hold for lack of for lack of work for years. Well, so, let me tell you something else. I'm not else surprised to... at that. Uh, you know, what I do as a psychic is I, I intervene. I really okay. believe in my life I'm at a point where I, I get to have a little bit rapport, more rapport with angels. So I sort of intervene in these things, and I put out requests, and I feel them, and I sense them. And okay. I'm more attuned to miracles and miraculous changes than I am to the mundane self-prophecy level. So, oh, okay. so here's the thing about your energy that's interesting. Whenever there's an eight in a birth date... It mm-hmm. signifies money. Now, yours right. was broken up by that three and five. Right. And and so there's a broken up energy of money that I think can yes. be restored. I so I'm not sure how it comes in yet, but 2012, you you mark my words, you may see something coming in. It it, you know, you may you may want to do something very very um, conservative in terms of investment that could end up with something. It could be very very conservative on one level. Uh, part of your problem with the um, with the basis of having a, a a home and your and your bills and everything, whenever there's a ten in a number, which is a zero or a one, you have problems in the baseline, and you do have it in your first and last number, three and seven. So you do have some problems in in the home base, but that means you have karma in the land there too as well. Have you had any problems with any um, optometry or eyesight or glasses? Um, well, I, I do wear glasses, um, but my, uh, you know, they're just normal glasses. And, you know, I started wearing glasses in my 20s, late 20s, you know. So it's just, it's just a matter of, you know, a lifetime of needing to wear glasses from this point forward. Well, then what I'm probably picking up on is that that attitude about that you came into this world and at 20 you're wearing glasses and you've always had these kind of weak eyes. Um, uh Anything anything going on with you? Did you ever in your whole life have a concussion? Did you ever get knocked out for any reason? Mm, no, not that I'm aware of, no. So nothing in I a know. car, nothing with a car, no collision? No, nothing, no, no, no. No, I'm a very, in fact, I'm a very um, really super attentive and alert um, and, um, and sharp, not, not careful, I'm a good driver. You're a defensive and driver. Anybody in your family? Very much, no. Yeah. Nobody in your family? Nope. Not that I'm aware of. It doesn't mean that, like, a grandparent didn't have it happen, but I wouldn't have known, I wouldn't know about that no, anyway. No, it's something but. else. You know, I don't know. It, it's something else. It, I could be... I could be pulling on something from another zone. It could be from something from a past life. I'm not certain, but there may be something going on there that has to do with, with, with that. or somebody. Maybe it's somebody that's crossed over. Mm-hmm. Well, I get um, migraines. I used to get migraines really badly, but I found a, um, a pretty much the cure to that, the remedy to that, and they are much, much less frequent and much less intense um, than they used to be as well. So the migraine, the migraine, with all the, you know, the migraine could indicate a, a, an incident from a past life. That could, inc- I, I, that's probably where I'm going, and it morphed in this lifetime as migraine because I'm trying to do my best to feel your energy. Yes. So w- when I'm getting that pain, I think what you're finding, you're helping me out with the idea of the migraine. Right. Yeah, they started. They started only a couple of years ago, and 
I tried, you know, a hundred different solutions and did a lot of research. And, you know, mine happened to be very, uh, although I do still get headaches sometimes, but they're not nearly, like I said, they're not nearly as um, as um, debilitating as they used to be. But I do still get them very light, lightly. And um, I feel, um, for me, my um, it was my body needing magnesium. And it needed to be the um, very highly bioavailable um, magnesium that is in a powder that is available at health food stores, not just not the supplements, but it had to be specifically the powder because it's so bioavailable, and my body just just ate it up. As well, long you see the I fact. The magnesium, yeah, the I'm fact fine. that you had migraines and you even did research on it is that's I think that's the vibe that I'm hitting. Oh, and okay. I'm expounding on it, but I think okay. you're validating what I'm getting from you. Okay, right, right. Yeah, it was a, it was, um, it was a real tough one to diagnose, um, and because everybody get my, everybody gets migraines for different reasons, um, but that happened to be my reason. The so magnesium, uh-huh. the, the lack of magnesium. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, not not the supplements. It had to be, I had to find, it had, I had to come to the point of discovering about the powder, and that's what changed it for me. So yeah, yeah, really great stuff. So, you know, if you're asking specifically about 2012, yeah. um, we are, uh, you know, we're looking a little bit about some family drama. Yeah, there will be some family drama. Mm-hmm. And it might Im- it compel you to have to t- travel. Then there's also right. the, the idea, believe it or not, that there could be a, a new human being in your life with the idea of romance. Mm-hmm. Okay. A little bit of okay. more money that's coming in the 2012. It might help you I out a little so. bit. I hope a lot more than a little bit because I I make I work in food service and I only work part time and and I make like I said I make very little money and I have a whole career behind me that I'm trying to get back into that would be worth a lot more money than what I'm making right now as well so I really hope that 2012 will will really begin to shift my life in a much more positive manner including financially because I really need the money to start getting on with some other things that my life also needs now so. Well, 2012 does, I mean, I do feel money coming in, so that's a good place to start. It's not like it's devoid of the idea. So, yes. I hope it's not through somebody dying. No, I don't think it's, I think that's a separate issue. Um, No, you don't get money, it's something else. Okay, yeah. The money money didn't, I'm sorry? Well, my father, the, the, the one in the desert scene that you're describing He's getting up there in age, and so you know, I don't, I, I worry about that, you know, his health and his longevity. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, we seem, I seem to be suggesting that, you know, I don't want to get into too much being too blunt, but I'm suggesting that, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's the energy of the desert that I see you having to take a journey there. So, but you know, prayer always works, and um, that kind of thing. Um, But. but yeah, the, okay. it's going to be a busy year for you, Allison. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, Neil. It was a real pleasure talking with you again, and have a wonderful uh, New Year yourself, and a good Christmas, and a wonderful and a blessed 2012 as well. Thank you. Same to you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you all. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, lots of good changes in 2012. Yeah, it's a it's an exciting year. I mean, I think I think on our world level, we we're going to have experienced some really dramatic things in the 2014, 
but 2012 is going to be a very busy year, and there's going to be a rising of consciousness, actually, this this coming year coming up. Yeah, I've been seeing that a lot, too. And, um, you know, I even have, uh, you know, even people uh, who were um, Catholic priests and nuns are uh, coming to me for readings. They're questioning their own beliefs now. That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That is happening more. I think we, the whole world is is rising in, in their level of consciousness and looking for alternatives. And the metaphysical uh, sciences are now taking are now becoming more actualized. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Cool. Well, let's go. Ahead. We'll take another call here. See who we can help. Let's go to area code nine one three. You're on the air. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. How are you doing? Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you? Um, I had a question for uh, Neil. Um, I'm wondering, past life-wise, what it is that I bring into this life um, in terms of what I can use to help help other people. And, and what is your name? My name is Andy. I, I spell that? A-N-D-I. A-N-D-I. And your birth date? Three twenty four nineteen sixty five. Boy, another March, huh? Seven, eight, nine, nineteen, twenty-nine, thirty. Well, your um your master number is three and your karmic number is thirty, which would have been nineteen ninety five. There might have been a change in your life right around then. Yeah, definitely so. Definitely so. See uh, oh. Yeah, my father passed away in '96. Uh, yeah, exactly. Early. And sometimes there's a, like a nine-month window to the event itself. But you're very much like, um, you know, where Michael had the death of his um, mother. I think it was he told me uh, two years prior. I mean, two years post. That would be yeah, the death of your. Uh, you said father. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, and what happens is, you see, why it was so dramatic then, because your master number is 3 by 30. Now, we've got a zero in there. And so that zero does signify some challenging energy at the time that you release your karma into your transcendence. You asked specifically about past life. You had a – see, your master number 3 is also the month you're born. Now, in the former call, Allison, her master number is 4, but if you notice, she was born 315, so her 4 was broken up by a 3 and a 1. You actually have a 3 as the beginning part of your life. So you you came you came specifically from an energy of 3, which would be a – you came from, from some somewhat of a mystical energy, Andy, because I'm getting some pyramid around you. Oh, okay. Um, has there been any medicine in this lifetime, any nursing or anything? Uh, yes, actually, that is what I'm studying uh, for an advanced an advanced degree. See, and yeah, and research, but in the, in that field, yes, definitely. Now, 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 understand this. I don't know you. We've never talked before. How would I be able to start to walk through your birth date, feel your voice, feel your energy? Ask the spirits to move through me, and then I get nursing, and you immediately validate it. Isn't that wonderful? That's I mean, pretty cool. I think it's wonderful, not ego-wise, but just 
depreciate. I mean, I'm just a humble guy, but but what a privilege to channel information with that kind of validation. And it's not trickery. It's not magic. It's the language of the universe, which is so miraculous. Now, let me tell you something, Andy. You're doing wonderful work because you came the last time you were on this earth you were doing this work and i really really in my heart believe that the universe the energies the agents that 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 conditioned us to our to our further journeys were very was very pleased with you but for some reason you did have to come back you did have to come back but you're you're getting back into this nursing and bo- moving into this because you finally worked through your karma to find your essence again and the best part of your life is coming up oh, and not cool. only that Andy but I predict I predict that through your through your research and studies and maneuvers you're going to be saving a life and I do believe that life you save is awaiting you. I think you've come down to meet this person again because they're from a past life. Wow. I think what happened was you, you in this past life, this person, you rescued this person from the ocean, but they drowned. You didn't get him oh. in time. And it was a oh. great tragedy around water. Oh. But you've come back to, 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 to save life now, not to get there, not in, you know, after the fact. So you're going to be really impacting in this energy with that, with that um, theme in mind. Oh, that's lovely. It's lovely. Is there any specificity in terms of the, the area of research? Do you pick up anything like that? Well, you see, you're 46 years old. Uh-huh. You went through your. You just finished your fifteenth cycle of life, and you're divisible by thirty. You know what, Andy? Um, there, something's going to somewhere. There's going to be water around you. So where you are, the energy of water is going to be necessary. Okay. So first of all, we got water. Whether it's a mass body of water or whether it's something. Even if it's superficial, even if it's a pond or a fountain or a pool, there's some form of water around you. Okay. So I think, first of all, there's that energy. Um, I'm getting a strong A around you, too, and I don't know if the A designates a state. What do we have? We have Arizona, Arkansas. Um, what is what is the A that I'm getting around you? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, is there any A in your in your family? I mean, well, you, your name is Andy. Any other A's in the family with the letter A? Yes, uh, my grandfather was Andrew. Okay, that's what I'm getting. We got to go to him. So here's what we do: we travel over to Andrew, and you need to tell me a little brief note about Andrew. Just start talking. He crossed over, right? Yes, he's crossed over. Um, Andrew was a immigrant um, from Europe and um, pretty much illiterate and came to this country and raised 10 kids as a a laborer and had a really hard life, really hard life. He came over on boat, right? Yes, he did. So we're already talking about this massive body of of land. Was there any persecution or anything that he had to escape from? 
he had a he had a very difficult early family life, and I do believe he was uh, probably uh, pretty pretty abused. Yeah, so we've got that energy. Do you do, um, do you remember? Can you recall him when you were eight or nine years old? Can you? Yes, I, I was about seven when he died. Uh, he yeah, was that's... very kind. He was very kind to me. I think he was pretty rough on his kids, though. He's pretty rough on my dad. Hard nose. But you see, I'm getting the first age of of that is the celebration of the first anniversary of his death. I get I get eight or nine, and you said you died. He died when you were seven. So I'm right in the window of how old you were when he died. Yeah. So what's happening? Andy, is that we're having a brief conversation with him. It's very crude. It's not an exact, precise language because, you know, we're on the radio and there's just so many factors we're dealing with. But I do believe he's trying to reach you. For what reason, I'm not sure yet. Um, How about the name Rose? Anybody in the family name that? Uh, I have an aunt who's uh, Rosina. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting your grandfather, Andrew. Okay. And I don't know, it could be that he just got the vibe that you're doing a reading and he decided to come down. They're kind of like altruistic creatures, like porpoises that save sailors at sea. A spirit will come down and just lend themselves. You're going to be confirmed with something. I think this has to do with your nursing. Okay. There's going to be, you know, right about next year, this time next year is going to be just very, very strong for you. Great. Who's born in December in the family? Um, I'm I'm trying to remember. December to January. Uh, he was born. Andrew was born in January. January. That's him. He's talking to us. <laughs> That's him. You know. Here's the exciting thing, Andy. Listen. Maybe in your sleep you can contact him. Okay. You've got to really. Focus before you go to bed. You got to kind of do a movie in your mind before you go to bed, like you're playing a movie with them, and you and he are the stars. That might help him to move into your astral realm, and he'll talk to you in a deeper way during your sleep, because he is knocking at the door right now in the reading. It's him. Excellent. Well, I'll ask for some some guidance from him tonight. Maybe he can help clear up this bronchitis I've caught. <laughs> well, you're, yeah, well, you see, but if we're in the area of nursing, your bronchitis, you know, you can release that bronchitis with your own energy. I mean, you you can release it. But here's a suggestion. Before you go to bed, take some hot water and lemon. Squeeze a whole lemon in there. That's an excellent idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I thank, I thank you both so much, and thank you for taking my call, and thank you, you for all the help that you offer people. You're very welcome, dear. You have yourself a wonderful evening, and let us know how oh. everything goes for you. You too. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, you can tell us she's got some uh, the breathing issues and all, too. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it, I you know, or oh, you're saying from the sound of her voice? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. A lot of that a lot of that is, you know, I mean a lot of that is just on a health line, a lot of that's on a karmic line. When people go through great uh, you know, pneumonia or shingles, I mean a lot of this stuff is is karmic stuff. Bell's palsy, a, a lot of this comes from the element of past lives resurfacing. 
Mm-hmm. It's also, gonna... you know what happens is people accumulate energy, and in their astral field, the energy doesn't leave. It gets caught in the astral realm, and it keeps like raining down back on them. So the idea of cleaning the chakras is very important. Yeah, release those blockages from the past lives. Yeah. Good. We'll get Salsa on air. Hello, dear. Hi. How are you? Doing great. How are you? Oh, tired. How are you, Neil? Thank you for coming. I am so excited that you made it, and I can be here this time, and what awesome reads you've been giving. You are just incredible. Thank you so much for Thank you. doing that. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm really, really um, having a good time listening to you since I wasn't able to do it the first time around. So I'm excited well, that it's my turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, go ahead. I've never given a reading with you? Nope. Okay, and your name is Salsa? Well, I'm Louise. I'm the one oh, that... you're Louise. Oh, you're Louise. Yes. I thought your voice sounded familiar. I thought, well, wait a minute. But then I heard Michael say Salsa, <laughs> and I thought, this is tricky. Well, Chips and Salsa is my screen name. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, Oh, perfect. Yeah, well, I know... I mean, I know Louise from... Um, we, didn't we have a show where we talked once on a show or something, too, at yes, the beginning? Yes. yes, that's right. We did. And I can't remember what I – what did I tell you then? Oh, honestly, I, I don't remember right now. I'm lucky to remember my name. <laughs> I know because of your, you're going through some really tr- – a lot of trials here. Yes, but I remember you being incredibly accurate with everyone you read and Everyone was so enthralled with you that we brought you on the first time. And, you know, by um, people um, asking for you, we brought you back again. And so well, I'm so thrilled that you were able to, you know, honor us with your with your gift. Well, thank you. I, my pleasure. I'm, I'm, I thank you for having me on. It's an honor to be on the show. Mike, Michael's a wonderful human being, and I love his show, and he's just a wonderful host, and you are, and so it's an honor to be here oh, as well. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, Michael is great, and we have wonderful listeners and great people in the room and um, just a, a great place to be. So I thank you for honoring us with your presence. You know, it's funny because you know, you you you're you're known by your congregation, and Michael, I, I, you're right. The people that are on his show are wonderful energy people. I mean, they are just gentle, open-minded people. I mean, they're not gullible people, but they're just gentle and, and endowed with a, a nice sense of being. Yeah. And that's, I think, a compliment to Michael because he—that's the energy he draws. It's like a flower, you know, that draws whatever. What you 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 are what you draw, and and that's a nice symbol for him, and for you as well. Oh, I know you help out a lot with him. Oh, thank you. Well, we 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 we're gonna pray that we get rid of these trolls that keep coming in here. So we have to apologize to you for that. That's not part of our show schedule, uh, but um, unfortunately they sneak in and try to cause havoc. But we we don't let them. So. Oh, you mean people come in and ridicule that what's going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah, just create little issues in the chat room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, we just send them love and I kick them out of the chat room. So <laughs> we can get rid of their energy. Yeah. 
See, he is a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, everybody, this is a democracy. Everybody gets to say something, and then, they, and then they're booted out. <laughs> there you go. Just like the government, right? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, if um, whatever you can tell me, um, I would be so honored. I have some, um, as most people know, I've had some unusual experiences in the last week. And so anything that you have for me and anything you can tell me about. Um, you know, Louise, what was your birth date again? 11-18-61. Yeah, you were compounded. Uh you know, because you're twenty eight ten one, I probably told you that before. These are old souls. In other words, you come back with an accumulation of karma, so you have a, a really a, a, a challenging life. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> you know, but okay, but that but you what happens with you is your fire number which is the last number in the day you're born is an 8 and that 8 is is a ruler number it's a high number you're actually born on the 18th which is also the day I'm born on on the 18th of a month too 18 energies are usually there you can't knock them down they just keep plowing through they're very very strong people it does occupy all the chakras because it goes from 1 to 8 so there's all this in total sense of occupation. However, when you get an 11 in your in the number, you're usually looking at a lot of challenges, sometimes very, very difficult challenges. So that comes yeah. from your upbringing. So your upbringing was very challenging, and your life throughout is very challenging regarding yeah. that. Your first and last numbers are 1 and 1, 2, so there's a lot of challenging stuff going on. And you are, uh, what, 50 years old? Yeah, kind of big 5-0. Yeah, so what's going to be happening? Well, you're going to be, you know, I mean, to be a realist, you're, there's some some deep challenges coming up for you. But what it what it also means is that you you are here to help people move through, not just yourself, but to help people move through one transition to another. Hmm. So that's the essence of what you are. Sometimes it feels like a burden, but then it's also a privilege. People who, you know, in the underworld, that's what, you know, the Egyptians used to bury their people and then have cats accompany them. People who assist in the underworld, like Hermes, they... They they are they're kind of privileged because they have an they have a link to that other side, and that's part of what your energy um, that's part of what your energy is about. And I know you're having problems with your I don't want to say too much on the phone, but I know you're having problems with your husband, yeah, and the health issues, yeah, and that's going to be very very trying. But here's what I'm seeing: it's really weird. I'm seeing a car tire in a puddle of water. Mm. Oh, I hope not. Well, I don't know what it is. Having car trouble. What's that? I am having car problems. You are? That's what I'm seeing. So you're validating, Louise, what I'm seeing. Yes. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to figuratively, but with the assistance of angels, ask angels to get behind that car and move it out of the puddle. Now, I really believe that we have the right, if we earn it, to talk to angels and have intervention. I really believe that. I yeah. think that through faith we can move mountains. And I think that the 
the the clue behind that is the attitude of faith and the maturity of the person who believes in faith. So yeah. I'm going to ask them to move that car trouble out because I think the car trouble is the manifestation of other things. And if I can get that kind of out of the out of the realm of your experience, we might be able to just fix some other things as well. Also, believe it or not, car problems come from a past life of war zone. I've always told this to people. Whenever there's major accidents, it's usually the result of a past life war crime. And what happens is if you don't enter the armed forces, you're you're not in a war, the energy of that karma finds itself in traffic. And and that's why some of this is happening. Um, any was there any armed force uh, energy in, in the history of your life or your family or your husband's my family? My family, but not mine. My, yeah. my my dad and my brothers and my uncles were all veterans. Yeah. Um, See, that, World War Two, um, uh, Korean War, um, I, um, Iraq War. Did they see uh, active? Yes. Yeah. My dad was nearly killed several times in the Korean War. See what I mean? So I'm doing a reading on you. But by the very validations that I'm giving you, Louise, they what I'm doing with the validations is I'm actually I'm actually connecting to you. And when I make these confirmations, then I just ask for an instant blessing like a laser. I hit it. Great. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to promote uh, the goodness in your future by making validations in the present. And then I know I'm being guided correctly. Yeah. Uh, who has arthritis around you? Mm, almost everybody I know. <laughs> oh, so there's uh, a lot of arthritic people. Yes. Any animals? Yes. My my um, my helper dog. Ah, is he an older dog? Yes, she is. She is 13 years old. That's what I'm getting too. And believe me, I'm not picking this up from anything we might have talked about because oh, I have. We've never talked about her. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm picking up on this dog. You know what? I'm. I'm. I. My sense is that again. I hate to sound like a cliche and repetitive, but I. I do believe that on in our wonderful show tonight, and I think the angels welcome Michael and bless him, because I can feel the angels really close to this man. Um. I really believe that they're here to assist the callers. And so I'm getting a sense of angelic, wonderful angelic intervention in your life, Louise, just from the sense of this reading. Great. Great. That makes me very happy. Um, you know, um, re recently, um, Neil, um, I had some dreams that I believe were actually um, spirit talks with my mom, who's, you know, in and out of, um, of um, sedation, of heavy sedation, and that she's trying to transition over. And um, recently somebody else told me that um, I was going to be experiencing seven deaths before next August and about five before the end of January. Do you get any of that? Well, um, seven deaths before and then five. So uh, they're talking about 12 deaths altogether? No, seven altogether, but five of those seven by the end of January. 
and the other two, one was going to be in February and the other in August. And these are all people very, very close to me. And I um, was blown away by that, but um, I wanted to get what your feel was on that. Well, um, you know, I talked about this sense of that there's going to be some challenges for you, and we we, we briefly went through the, the 10-1 cycle and the 11, and, and yeah, you, you know, you're, you're a 50 years old and and this is these things are are going to happen but i don't know i don't know if i ascribe to the specifics of those numbers okay. um who did you ever know anybody named anita um several people who is the can you just tell me who the anita i know it's a name i just want to hear who they were to you um, that are still here or that have passed over. Well, if you you know we could go real quickly and you just give me a brief description of okay. a couple of them. There's one that's still here. She's the sister of an aunt um, of my godmother. Um, there's an Anita that I know that was one of my favorite teachers from nursing school. Um, I can't think. There's a I'm sorry, who else? Oh, I have a Juanita who's a mother in law. Yeah, uh huh. That would still count. Um, um Juanita it, it, who was a wonderful friend of mine who committed suicide. Oh, I'm getting a I'm getting a sense of her over too. Her her I'm getting some I'm getting some uh av- some voices from the other side as well as some active energy on this side. She's a favorite. She was always so jovial. Um, oh. She committed suicide um, the day of the funeral of her husband. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm getting a lot of this stuff is 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 kind kind of hitting me, um, Louise. So I'm impacted by that. There are there the there are two sisters or two females that I feel might not make it. Okay. So it could be one that has a sister if there's a if there's a woman that has a sister living who's yeah. ill does that make sense yeah that one um uh, un- um well the one that they call Nita her name is Juanita also she's the sister of my godmother and well, we uh, may have some problems in their with their health line and my mother-in-law is Juanita who also has a sister yeah. So, you know, I I I'm going to be reluctant to 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 say on the phone, yeah, there oh yeah, yeah you're going to have seven people die. I I don't want to do that. I what I'd rather say is let's let angels intervene, but I do feel that at least two of those seven there's no hope. Yeah. There the God's going to take them. Yeah, well, I know that my mom will probably be one of those and my dad will be another. Um I Unfortunately, I, I, I think that will um, be the case. But I don't know. She's been hanging tough. So, Do any of them have any tubular fe- feeding thing going yes, on? That's my mom. Yeah. You see, I... Hanging that, tough. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, talk to her. Hold her. If you get a chance, if you have a chance, hold, literally hold her hand and talk to her and tell her everything 
you want to say. If you can't well, you do that, then... you know I did that, Neil, and in my dreams, I had two days where I had three dreams with her in them, and we had specific conversations. And one dream I was like overviewing them. Another dream I was talking to her directly, and she was speaking, and the people that were there, my siblings, acted uh, and were furious. And the third dream, she um, was demanding to see a friend of ours. Um, and my sisters kind of botched that whole thing and, and made it pretty not a great situation. And when I woke up the third, um, after the third dream, I call and exactly what the dream entailed about my friend and my mom's friend um, happened that day, um, about an hour before I woke up. And so I believe that, you know, my mom, and in the dream, my mom tells me she's not going anywhere until I'm but I can't go. And um, it, unfortunately, it's not a good thing. So I, I do believe eventually she will. I mean, it is inevitable. I don't know how long she will stay here. And I know my dad will follow shortly. But um, my godmother recently told me she's very sick and she wants me to take her to a doctor. And I have a strong feeling that she um, will not be around. And so I believe that you are right. Um, but my mother-in-law is having some cardiac issues. And I'm, you know, I don't know which need I would please come forward. Uh, yeah. But, um, and so I don't know. And when I think about this seven, I think, my gosh. Um, well, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dwell on that. No, I just wouldn't, just I, and I don't know. You know, I mean, omens like that. I've, I've given omens like that and said things, but I just don't feel prepared enough to where that has to be written in stone yet. But I do feel that there are going to be some impending two or three. I also feel that your your mother on an astral realm, you know, the astral body is very active. Yes. Especially when the physical body is starting to go, the astral body is really active. So there, there, there. She's very aware in her in her other altered state of of you, and there's a connection being made because I think astrally I'm connecting that there's some awareness of those dreams you're having, and you're actually meeting her on an astral realm. Yeah. So there is some activity going on there, and you're absolutely right. You can keep. Uh, formulating in your mind too the idea of holding her hand and talking to her because those messages now I'm 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 absolutely certain will be received and so you can do that while she's still on this earth. Yeah, yeah. Neil, you are so great. I I can't even thank you enough. Um, one day I hope to afford a full reading with you. You are really, really incredibly accurate, um, insightful. And very compassionate. And so I do thank you for sharing your gifts with us. I know there are many callers in the queue, so I won't take up much more of their time. But I, I really want to thank you wholeheartedly for coming. And I hope that all of our viewers and listeners are able to get you the emails that you so justly deserve of your great um, readings. Um, and I thank you. And you will definitely get one from me. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and thank you for your, your wonderful comments. Okay. Um, Michael, if you can go ahead and mute me so I can stay and um, listen. I would Sure, dear. No thank problem. You. We'll talk to you in a bit. Thank you. 
And how can everyone get a hold of you for a private one-on-one reading? Yeah, the best way to really get a hold of me, you know, I really don't go on the computer. Uh, somebody checks my emails, but it's so sporadic that the best way to actually reach me is by phone. And my phone number is 562-596-7818. I do have a website. If you go to neilbakerpsychic.com, uh, you'll find my website there. And, um, I mean, you, you, there is an email. I mean, Neil Baker, uh, what is it? Um, I don't even know what it is. Um, I do have a way, neilbakerpsychic.com. You can email me at neilbakerpsychic at gmail.com. But like I said, the best way to reach me is the phone. Uh, I can't I can't promise that through the computer I'm ever going to reach anybody. And, you know, I, I have a gal that sometimes tells me what's been going on there, but I don't really go on it. I don't blame you sometimes. Can get you know, overwhelming. They're, they're replacing the human element. It's a shame, and I and I and I rely on the human voice. I re- rely on the contact, and um, I just think it's so important that some of us keep that antique thing going. <laughs> uh, definitely need to go ahead and get uh, get back into uh, doing the uh, the more personal communication instead of you know everything being on the internet. Yeah, it's a wonderful tool, but not for my purposes, I. I I've got to sacrifice it for the sake of accuracy. Well, let's go. We'll take one more call here. We'll go to area code 615. You're on the air. Area code 615. And we'll get back to you again. Hello, Kanzanet. You're on the air. Hi. Are you there? Yep, we're here. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe I got through. <laughs> my lucky I'll night. Well, I just, I I have, I've been having some, I have some questions about a relationship that I'm in. Also, just general, like, I feel like I'm on a journey spiritually um, and that I am, you know, fighting, like, real life versus that other side. Oh, and what is your name? Um, my name is Kristen. Uh, with a C or K? K R I S T I N. And what's your birthday, Kristen? Seven twenty-one seventy-three. Boy, we got a lot of these tens going on. Uh, Ten twenty. You're a thirty, just like you know uh, the previous caller was Louise. You're a thirty. Which means that you had a resolution, you know, you had a change, seventy three, eighty three, ninety three, two thousand three. That would have been should have been a change in your life around then. Okay. Something yeah. kind of, something kind of important, because uh, your master number is three, and it, there's a karmic change. I don't know if that resonates with you at all immediately. Um, it would be around the the year two thousand three, and I know you have other concerns in your life, but sometimes it's a good way to map what's going on at that point. Um, let's see, you're 73, and you're 2,000, so you are um, from 73, you're 8, you are, what, 38 years old? Yes, that's correct. Oh, so you're going to be going through a big change in one You're going through a big change this, this July, Kristen. Oh, oh God, well. major. Yeah, the, the the relationship you're in, did you ever know this person to do any kind of um, smoking? Does he smoke at all? 
Well, yes. I, 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 and let me be clear. I can't believe I'm saying this on the air. I'm married, but my husband and I are not really together. So we're together. We live together. Our relationship as a couple is over. And so the relationship that I'm questioning is, yes, with this other man. And, yes, they both have smoked different things. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. I just needed that connection because, believe it or not, I don't, I don't fish hoping that something just turns out right. I fish because I feel there's a fish there. Okay. And that's why I, I kind of have to go through this examination. But the questions are based on a feeling of psychicness, not just, you know, random hunches. That would be that would be ridiculous and a waste of time for me. It's almost karmic for me to do something like that. So there is a d great division within that energy. Um, you have to be – well um, – What's going on with 20 years? What happened when you were 28 years old? I need to know that. 28? Yeah. 20. You're 38 now, so let's go back 10 years real quickly. I, I'm just I'm trying to think. Is there a child? No child. Any? I'm sorry, over the year it's difficult. Was there any stillbirths or abortions or anything? Well, I had an ectopic pregnancy. Um, but I was I was I was 19 when that happened. Don't worry, that's it. That's that's what I'm getting. And okay. the 19 comes in with a 10 factor in numerology because it's one nine. So that's yeah. what I'm getting. Don't worry, that's yeah. that's I have to just find that vibration there. Sure. Um, I'm getting you know, and I'm surfacing with a lawyer, somebody who's involved with law around you. Okay. Um, anybody current in that zone? Well, I mean, I yes, I'm having some issues that I'm dealing with, yes, with an attorney. Okay. Well, I'm not I'm again, I'm not basing that on an assumption, I'm basing that on a vibration. I see. So, so yes, that's what I'm doing and I'm trying to get to this idea. This boyfriend, there's a lot of conflict around him. Yeah, there's a lot of conflict. Yeah. And I'm not I mean, you pulled him in because he's past life, Chris. He's past life. So there was no I mean, he's there, so there's a validation why he's there. This isn't right. a mistake. Right, I, I, I know. Hmm. But the conflict, the, you finally have to say to yourself, is this conflict worth my time, or should I take the breath of finding something else? Yeah, I mean, uh, I just, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. And I don't want to misrepresent this human being. I don't want to put any sour grapes on the table because I would hope the best for this person but the reality issue is and if the person can rise to the occasion and, and transform that's one thing but if they can't um, there's going to be there's probably going to be a parting it would just dissolve because the universe gives us only so many opportunities and for the sake of not wasting a life they allow human beings to move on and there's a great crisis here. Who's got the alcohol problem? I don't really think anybody has an alcohol problem. Uh, did your um, father, anybody in your family? Well, I have, yes, I have people that drink in my family, yes. Well, don't my worry. I Drinks, he's not an alcoholic. I mean, you know, I drink, but I don't drink, you know, I'm not an alcoholic. Not an alcoholic. Anybody abuse drink at times? Sure, I think that, yeah. Probably. Okay, don't worry. It's my quick connection that I'm making. 
I'm okay. making a quick connection. Why am I getting the number three around you? Um, do you have siblings? Yes. In fact, I have two sisters. We're all born on the um, we're born on the 12th, 20th. I mean, 21st and 30th. All three of okay, us. that's why I said, why do I get three? Because it's three siblings all together. Yeah. So this is helping me to make these connective tissue okay. attitudes. Can, um, can I ask you something, throw something else in here? Just, yes, you can. Can I ask you about mu- my music? My music. Oh, I was going to talk. Oh, my. You know what? But honest to God, I mean, if I lie, I'm in so much trouble. I was going to ask you about music. Okay. So, uh, and, and the reason I was going to ask about music was it was the first thing I heard from your voice. Uh-huh. So, um, your music can take off. I mean, I got it as a vibration, so there's two levels of this, Kristen. One is, no matter what, you're supposed to be involved in it. Okay. It's a necessity. It's not measured by success or failure. It's a necessity because it's a life vibration. Yes, I know. <laughs> so I know. Yes. that alone, that alone has to stay in your vibration forthcoming. Don't give up on anything. I am seeing. You know what I'm seeing is a record with a break in it. Okay, that's not good. <laughs> no, but what it means is that. Well, here's what it means: is that means that you've come. You're continuing a record uh, music from a past life. I see. And in the past life, there was a break that destroyed their music career early. I see. You know how these people, they're great musicians, and then they die, they self-destruct. There was just like some gal that died. I forget her name, but she was in the, she was in the news, and she died. She was Amy very famous. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, well, that energy, I think, comes from a past life with you. Okay. Now, with your music, I'm seeing five people around you. Okay. I don't know what it means yet. Okay. I don't know if if the, if you can offer a validation, that's good. If you can't, we'll just leave it alone for the five future. Five people. Five people. I don't know what that means. I I, I know. Well, the, the thing is, with this boyfriend, we have a duo now. I am a musician aside from this duo, like um, a different kind of music. So we do a different kind of music than I do by myself. Right. But with yeah. a different kind of music, do you work with anybody else, or you just solo? Well, yes, I work well. Right now, I'm trying to get back into where actually I have an audition tomorrow. But I work with other people. I teach also, and yes, you know, all kinds of different things. Right. Well, that, I, you know what? This is where the break is too, because it's morphing in this lifetime. The break is that you have one with your boyfriend, and you have another one. So there's this duality thing going on. I see. Uh huh. So the break is continuing to morph through time and find its proper themes throughout. So it's just not a linear thing. You have breaks within the music thing going on. Okay. And if, you know, if I go back 15 years, I still feel the vibration of music. I'm getting a a original song on the piano. I don't know what that means yet. Original song on the piano. Are, do you compose? Do you uh, do you compose music? Do you create music? I do don't. I don't. I don't. I I don't. But he does. Yeah. Oh, he does. What yeah. instrument does he play? Well, he plays. Um, Guitar. I mean, he plays many. He plays, you know, a little piano. Very good guitarist. Singers. I'm a singer. I'm a violinist. Um, he, you know, plays like all kinds of different instruments, but mainly guitar. Mainly guitar. But does he compose? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so there is some there is some energy that you that is. This is a. The, well, that's why I'm saying he's here for a reason. 
and okay. but there's a lot of conflict around it, but there's something you have to complete with him. So I think that with him there's something that's going to be completed on a composing basis. Interesting. Okay. That makes sense to you? Yes, it does make sense. Okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to hang in there until that composition can be complete. You got to just get through the issues to make sure that that gets done because you got to it's like a treasure hunt. You got to get that piece in your in your in your realm to move to whatever space you're going to. Um and I think that's going to be important. Okay. Um, am I an older soul than him? Is the romantic possibility even something I should be putting energy into? What's his birth date? If we... J- uh, January 22nd, 1962. Well, you see, already there's a three going on because it's this, the three is split up in the one and the two, four, five, yeah. 15, 21, 22, 23. Now he is a five. He's a five, so I was asking you about five. I could have also been feeling his number because I said there's a five around you. Wow, you're really – this is exciting. (laughs) Yeah. So now this – yeah, I know. Isn't this great? I love this kind of stuff because it is exciting. Now, the only thing about it – I mean, there's some good things going on here because your last number in your birth date is a three and his is a two. Now we have 23. That's his karma. You have destiny with him. Okay. And the that's five good. and the three together become an eight, which is the transcendent number. Eight transcends all the chakras. So there's money to be involved with him and creation. Yeah. So, yes, you have uh, – are you the oldest soul? Yes, you are. You, you, you have more karma. He's a higher number than you, but his karma is 23. Yours is 30. Now, he's a higher number than you. But you were a five back there in time too. You were a five when you 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 know you were twenty three when you had twenty three years of karma. You were a five. Now you have thirty years of thirty years of karma. So I do predict, I do not think you're the older soul. Also, your numbers are higher than his. You have sevens in your birthday. He has the highest thing he's got is a six. Yeah. Now indeed, his six and two become an eight. But then that's your master numbers combined. Oh, you have karma with this guy, big time. And look at your month. is seven and his is one. There's another eight. There is bound to be a creation. You you get on this guy's butt and you say, we got we to gotta finish this creation thing. Don't let the world get in the way of that. That's very important. I think it's, it's instrumental. Don't worry if it doesn't happen. But I'm going to go for the note that you can that this that this can actually happen. You do still have some destiny with them. What's going back two years? How long have you known this guy? Three. Well, about three years. Uh, three years. 2009. I met him in 2008, but 2009. Well, then there's two years. Essentially, I'm on. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of right. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So we're, I'm right enough. Because uh, I know I'm pressured for time, and I'm trying to do this for you as quickly as I can. But, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, this guy. So when it gets to the third year, see, you're, that's why it's, it's so problematic, because your life goes in increments of three. And when we take out a piece of the pie, you've been there with this guy for about three years, but yes. not quite. There's room. There's time to get this thing done. So you really got a pressure. Okay. There's a pressure issue. And if you really give it your all, don't worry. The the result will still whatever whatever path you're on will go with you in terms of the positive energy you gave it. Okay. Why is okay. New York? What's connection with you in New York? 
he's from New York. Yeah. <laughs> I love New York, though. I feel like when I've been there, I feel that I am from there. But I'm don't not- worry. You see, the reason you know, he could have been from any state in the world. How would I know New York? Because I'm on the vibration. This is the what is about being psychic. When you're on the vibration and you get immediate validations like this, because I'm telling you, a voice said to me, ask about New York. Ask about New York. So I said, who's in New York? That's why the vibration is so strong. So I'm actually conversing with your guide. Oh, God. That's that's using a human element to just manifest more clearly to you. <sighs> that's amazing. So it's exciting stuff, Kristen. I, you know, just take the journey, do the best you can. We've got validations from guides, really good ones, and that means that you're still in the running with this stuff. But your guide will say to you, "Don't worry. If you give it your best, we'll we'll take it from there." Okay. Are you expensive? I'm gonna call you. <laughs> Am I expensive? I think the body's worth about two dollars and ten cents. It's about eighty percent water. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I'm going to call and find out rates. Thank you so much. You bet. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, she was definitely happy. Yeah, I hope so. One of the seven dwarfs. Yes. Let's go ahead and look. I think we've got time for another call here. Let's go to area code 615. You're on the air. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How can we help you? Um, well, my name is Brenda, and I was wondering um, just what you can tell me. Brenda? Uh, what's your birthday, Brenda? January 25th, 1953. Um, well, you're an eight. Uh, you had karma at the age of 26. Five, six, seven, eight, eighteen, ninety, twenty. Yeah, the at the age of twenty six, you had some karma thing going on, and that would have been um, in the year uh, twenty six, sixty three, seventy three, nineteen seventy nine. Does that ring a bell? Anything? Um, gosh, I think that's when my husband's brother died. Okay, something would bound to be happening. I want to ask you a crazy question. Did you ever have any connection to photography or cameras or? Um, not really. I like to take pictures, but I mean, it's it's not been anything significant. Not anything significant, but you like to take pictures. Have right. Any pictures lately? Is there any journey you've taken with photographs lately? Well, that's funny that you should ask that. Um, I lost my son about a year ago, and I've been fighting with the police to get his phone back that has all of his pictures on it. Yeah, that's it. I'm connecting to your son, Brenda. Mm. Amen. I'm connecting to your son because he, he kept talking to me about the pictures, and the fact that you're trying to get a cell phone with the pictures is validation overabundance. Mm. I miss that child so much. It's not funny. Well, I know. Wow. What can we do? I mean, the physical, the, it's terrible. The physical loss is terrible. But let me tell you something, 
and I and and my integrity and my morals and my ethics follow me to my tribunal. So I try to be very honest in my statements. He's saying to you from the other side, look at as far as I can translate into English, where I'm at right now, I'm okay. Things are okay, and I've been trying to reach you, and I've done it through this radio show. Okay. So he said that first. Um, I'm getting some pain in my back. I don't know why. Mm, well, that could come from my husband, who's also in spirit. So. Did he have some he back pain? He had a lot. Yeah, he had back surgery. Back surgery. And oh, he's crossed over? He has, yes. He's with your son. Thank God. That's that's a blessing. So, so you know, when you get into the astral realm and the body's released, the spirits go into all different kinds of wonderful spaces. They don't, you know, people think, oh, they're up there playing checkers. Not all the time. Spirits move into all different zones. But I want to tell you that your bro- your son and your your husband are together. Okay. That's so good. they b- both group together this, to, to bond with you in this moment of time on the phone to tell you that with the sh- severe form of love that they have for you, that you're not alone in this essence, don't give up your journey about this cell phone. Um, they're trying to help a little bit uh, with it. I'm getting something about a fall. I don't know why I'm getting a fall. A fall? Yeah, like somebody falling. Well, my husband used to fall a lot right towards the end when he was really sick. So he's what he's saying to you is he's saying, you know what, I'm do, giving, I'm sending Neil a vibration. He's translating it into a language, and he's so far he's right. He's I'm here, so I'm probably getting some res, residual vibrations, and they're just still continuing to hit me because he probably threw a lot at me to make sure I I I I I, I got him. Um, I'm getting a strong L, the letter L. L. Hmm. Um, don't um, worry about. Well, the only thing I can think of is his brother Lane. His brother's Lane. His, yeah, his brother's. Well, his nickname is. Well, his name is Bruce Lane, but they called him Lane all the time. Okay, that's it. Don't worry, that's it. So I, 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 because I, I, I got to interpret what I'm getting. So I'm. He's just sending me things. Um, why do I get October? Who's born in October? Nobody was born in October. Um, that is the month that my son passed. I'm sorry? That is the month that my son passed. That's it. Don't worry. Um, don't worry. Um, the, uh, the October came in a very negative sense, to tell you the truth. So the son, the fact that your son died, then that's your son saying hello to you. Okay. By giving, What he's saying is I'm the birth son, so I got the word birth, but I felt it bad. So he's saying to me, I'm the birth son. I died in October. That's the vibration he gave to me. Okay. Um, um, I'm also getting somebody named Rob, Rob, Robert. Robert? My grandfather's name was Rob. Okay, don't worry. Uh, what I'm getting is a form of family connect. The families are pulling together to tell you they're here. Okay. So there's a great pool of energy coming. Um, and, and that's... That's very important. Um, have you had anything stolen? Is there any theme of something being stolen or theft? 
Oh, there was quite a bit of that at one time. Yeah. Don't worry, they're giving me a vibration. So I know you're going through pain, but I want you to know that in the impact of this conversation over the phone, that we've got people from the other side very aware of your actions and letting you know that they're presently in your field. Okay. Yeah, I was once told that I actually have more people there than I do here, so that wouldn't shock me any. Well, we've got we've got some some statements here. I'm getting a strong color of yellow around you. I don't know what this is. Um, is there a lot of yellow in your house? Anything like this? Um, no, I have a lot of yellow flowers in my yard whenever they're blooming. But oh, you have yellow flowers in your yard. Did mm-hmm. you ever did you ever have any animals you buried or anything like that? Yeah, yes, yes. That's yes. it. In fact, I'm sorry? Tim's, dog, Tim's dog, which Tim is my son, um, his dog, they had they, they had puppies, and all eight of them died, and they're buried in my yard. Yeah, that's what he just told me. That's what Tim told me. So Tim is saying, don't worry. He told me yellow, which led to the flowers, and he goes, the, the animals are buried there. Mm-hmm. So how would I know that? How would I know that, Brenda? You wouldn't unless he was telling you. So. I, that's right. Thank you. Thank you. Because we, we, you and I as a team have to realize that we give Tim the acknowledgement of, of coming through because that gives him a vibration of total elation. He's so happy. Don't worry. I have. I don't. I don't know exactly if it's going to be a fairy tale ending here with the cell phone. But your son is saying you're on the right path. Well, I hope so, but I'm really going to have to end up going to the sheriff to, to, even if I can get the phone back, I'm going to have to go through him because the detective is being a total jerk. <laughs> don't, yeah, you know, detect, no, don't forget about the detective. Go to the sheriff. Go okay. to the sheriff because I, what I'm going to do for you is I'm just going to ask for some angel out there that that is an ancient, an age, agent of of cutting through the crap to help you along your path. So I'm going to ask for an assistance there um, with you, for you, and just maybe maybe there's some kind of human intervention that can be applied with spiritual penetration that might help you in your path. But, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be easy, but I would say get rid of the detective, go to the uh, sheriff. Okay. Because that phone... Um, there's pictures there, and, and that's what Tim's telling me. That's what your son is telling me. Right, and there's also video recordings of him playing his guitar, and I want those. You know, those are the only memories I have that you know where I can actually see and hear my son. Well, you're gonna. I have a prediction. I'm making a prediction. You're gonna get him. I I don't. I feel there's a, some some mountains to climb, but I think you're gonna get some of what you're seeking. Okay. That would be um, awesome. Lastly, what about the month of April? Does that mean any importance to you? Yep, April 1st was my husband and my anniversary. Okay, don't worry. I'm getting such vibrations from them that they're just jumping for joy that we at least made this connection because it must mean something to them in the way they're trying to maneuver things for you. Well, I'm sure that they know how upset I've been over losing I know. both of them. So. It's just impossible for me to try to deal with right now. Well, you know, I'll, you know, I really will pray for you and and just hope the 
that everything comes through, even in spite of the pain that all this is causing you. Um, you know, and I'm going to ask your, everybody in your family to help join you in dreams and talk to you and be around you and just keep that reassurance going and not to at the disposal of you not wasting your life. Keep your life active. Keep your keep your life active, Brenda. Don't don't give up on that. Do you still have a responsibility to to do the best with your life? And you know, go forward. And if this is part of your quest and mission, that that's good. And the pictures are important. I totally agree with you. And the celebration of his music. I mean, we have two people now with music celebration going on. And you know, sometimes music's created out of crisis, but that's just part of the creative package. Right. Well, this really puts me out. I'm, I'm very impressed. Well, you hang in there, Brenda. And again, I send out all with all my heart. I send out every prayer I can for you, and that angels just listen to me and rush and assist you and help you, along with the wonderful vibrations of the spirits that I heard from the other side. Awesome. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. You bet. All right. Have a wonderful night. You too. Same there. Bye bye. Well, Neil, I want to thank you so much for joining me tonight. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's always a pleasure, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get you back on here again real soon. And uh, if you can, let everyone know your phone number again, where they can reach you at. It's 562-596-7818. Cool. Well, you have yourself a wonderful evening. And thank you, Michael, and same to you. Thank you. I love your show. I, lo- I love your personality and your energy. I really mean that authentically, and it was an honor to be on your show. Well, thank you. We'll talk to you again real soon. You bet. Good night. Good night, everybody. night. And don't forget, everyone, check out BeTheLightMetaphysicalCenter.com until Thursday night. Have a wonderful evening, and know that if you haven't heard it yet, you are loved, because God loves you, and so do I. Good night, everyone. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.